Happy Friday, my rebels. Welcome to episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Today, we get to meet our first unstoppable woman. Here we go. All right, everybody. We have Candace Combs on the show today. Candace has been a spa owner. She owns Insymmetry Spa in San Francisco and has uh, been there for the last 21 years. Recently, she also opened up a consulting firm to help out other businesses within her area. And here we are chatting with her. <laughs> Hi, Candace. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you doing? Good, good. Good. <laughs> Surviving the, the COVID craziness, you know, ready to be on the other side. I know. It feels like we keep getting close and then I'm not so sure. Like we keep notifications yeah. about changes again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every every other day. Every other day. I know. <laughs> We're trying our best. We're here on a Friday with smiles. So that's a good sign. Exactly. Yay. Exactly. Well, Candace, <laughs> thank you so much for meeting with me. And of course. I just want to hear about you, hear about your business, hear about all of it. So I started in Symmetry Spa about, uh, well, 21 years ago. Um, it's had many iterations, but for the past, I would say most of the time, it has been a brick and mortar spa. But we did work uh, in Hollywood with Broadway Productions uh, who were touring. We've worked with, and that was really fun, but then I was kind of tired of that work. I mean, those guys, are slammed all the time. So I wanted a little more of a shorter day. <laughs> you know, yeah, because when you're going on set or going on tour with people, it can be, it's a lot. And it's fun, you know, until it's not. So right. that's right. sort of how, yeah. I moved back to San Francisco in 2001. Um, we had started in Symmetry in 1999. Moved back to San Francisco in 2001 opened up in Symmetry Spa. It went through uh, many iterations. It was in numerous different places. Um, you know, went through shutdowns, uh, startups, and then COVID back to another shutdown. Uh, a build, we had a build out in 2012, uh, 2011, I signed a new lease, built it out, opened again in 2012. So we have been through it, but we, we, yeah. Knock on everything, we've survived, and here we are 21 years later, and I also have a consulting company, Combs Business Consulting. Okay. I started about three years ago, and uh, that came out of being presidents of merchants associations, helping people. It was one of those things that I would constantly would walk into a grocery store, and I'd get, you know, in, in my area, and I'd get questions, like, Kansas, how do I do this lease? Kansas, how do I do this? Kansas, and I was like, what am, I need to help. Yeah. Like obviously trying to buy bread and eggs. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah. Usually it was yeah. lunch. And I was <laughs> like, I just want to get to the salad bar. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. And so I realized that we there was so much need out there and we needed to we we could fill it, you know, and you know, and monetize it instead of just giving all, you know, and I, it, it, it was time consuming. It was like constantly getting phone calls going, what do I do with this? What do I do with that? And I'm like, okay, I need to monetize this because this is starting to take up a lot of my time. Right. So, so yeah, so those are my two businesses. Well, I know that you said that you guys have gone through a lot of ups and downs and obviously COVID so recently, 
what would you say was your biggest obstacle? Was it COVID or was it something else? Uh, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest obstacle has been San Francisco and, and the way it treats small businesses and especially massage businesses. Uh, in 2010, we were told we didn't have the right permitting for where we were at our old location. And so that was huge. That was like, all of a sudden we couldn't do massage. We could do everything else, but we couldn't do massage, which was ridiculous. It's because massage fit into a category that was sex and human trafficking, which you're like, okay, none of that's a big stretch right there. Exactly. Like we're health and wellness. We have nothing to do with sex. We have nothing to do with human trafficking. You know, human trafficking is abysmal. If anything, we are the group of people to help stop that, you know, and, and sex work is, is what it is. It's sex work, you know, so, and that has nothing to do with the health and wellness of massage. So that has been my biggest hurdle, just convincing the city. And we've, we've done pretty well doing it. I'm the president of the massage council in San Francisco. Um, I have, preached and preached and preached about health and wellness of massage. I've helped, and this is all, this is not through Combs business. It fits into that category, but a lot of it, like if you think about health and wellness world, it's women who are massage therapists. They don't have a ton of money, you know? So when they're calling me for help, I'm never ever going to say, pay, you know, I let, I let my bigger clients sort of pay for them because, you know, this, this is where my give back is. I give back to the health and wellness community, um, when they're in need, because we, you know, the issue with San Francisco was the zoning. We were zoned horribly. So we've worked on this really since 2016, because we had a rogue supervisor who was appointed by the mayor who needed to pass legislation to, just to you know, prove she could do something. And, you know, we had to undo that legislation because that legislation put us in a horrible zoning category. Anyway, that's my biggest, that has been the biggest obstacle for us. Getting clients, easy. Yeah. Finding therapists, easy. Finding staff, easy. Dealing with sit, the city, zoning, you know, getting all the licenses, doing build outs, that's been the major issue. And that really, at the end of the day, shouldn't be. That should be the easy thing. Should Everything be. else. Yeah. Right, exactly. If you want your economy to do well, right, right. you should make right. it easy starting with right. small businesses. So, right. well, what a cool thing, though, that you've advocated for this, right? That you've advocated this and kind of been at the forefront of this and that you've talked to all of these all of these women on the phone in the grocery store and wherever else, you know, (laughs) you start paving the way for those changes to make, to take place. Yeah. And we already have during COVID it, it, we got great news down and we have a lot of support. It took a long time. Like Ah. in the beginning it was, it, you know, there was a male health got what they call not investigator, but he, he sort of, he worked for DPH. He would come out and he would say, Yeah, an inspector. Yeah, he would say awful things. Like there was one time he said, you don't know what your girls are doing in the rooms. And Mm -hmm. these are women, first of all. Right. You know, he didn't understand massage. You know, it was just so horrific. And you look at our place and we are all health and wellness. So he's gone. Good. (laughs) Mostly because of my voice. Yeah. Yeah. And, And so that it took 
a long time. I can't tell you the difference between 2010 and 2021. The support we have at 2021 and the in the inroads we've made. Yeah. I mean, that 11 years, holy God. Like there are moments that I was like, it, no one's ever going to understand. And now I'm like, oh my God, they're understanding above the young. Yeah, so, you get so it. grateful. Oh, good. Well, and I'm sure that the support comes with more and more people speaking out, then other people feel comfortable as well, too. So that's yeah. huge. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. So you made it through all of that. What would you say now, looking back at everything, do you think that has been your biggest success is being able to change some of the, some of the policy? Or was there something else that you were like, okay, this is it. Like, I finally feel like I've made it. We're here. We're doing great. What was your biggest success? <laughs> oh my God. Will I ever feel like I made it? That's a, that's a really <laughs> good question. I don't even know if I'm capable. Maybe it feels like you made it. Like you're there. I, for you, maybe you have this other big idea of what's to come. But to me, it feels that way. Ooh, yeah. I mean, so yes, I feel like we've made massive inroads, like I said, but yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go back for a second because, okay. and I think this is, this is why I'll never feel like I made it because the issue is what is small business, yeah. right? And that is a huge, humongous question. Yeah. And then you have minority small businesses mm -hmm. and we get really shoved down. You know, if you're a person of color uh, a woman, you know, we're like, we're really shoved down. Like the issue we had in San Francisco is that so many groups were opening bar after bar and restaurant after restaurant because it's sexy, right? And so they had so much money. So they could pay all of the stuff to the city. So the city had this horrible, like, how do I get a building permit? How do I get all these permits? Well, if you had the money, guess what? it's still, it's annoying, but yeah, but yeah. it's much easier. We right. never had that. The money in this spa is family, period, end of story. It is, it is the money I made in tech. It is my parents' money. It's my brother and I's, you know, what we've made and we put back. So it is family. There's literally four people's money in this. And it's just, it's family money. Yeah. And my parents are not rich. They're middle class. Yeah. And so, it was, so when you say, do you ever feel like you made it? It's really going to be that day. And I don't know if we'll ever get there where people start to understand, you know, the differences between small, medium, large business. Cause there's a huge, huge difference. Like this is a family owned and operated business. Yeah. And so we have to keep everything smallish, you know, Combs business. The reason why I started it was that I really want to help the way my parents have always helped me financially with the business. When we've hit a snag, you know, they've stepped in. Thank you, God. I really want to help other minority businesses, female businesses, you know, people of color businesses who don't have that, who don't have this, this family where we can sort of be these angel small investors yes. and we can, and I can go, that's a great idea. Let's do this yeah. and let's not have you worry. And I can explain to you how to do this. I mean, that's really at the end of the day, why I started Combs business. Cause I want to help. I want to be able to do it, you know, on a big level and then have that big level sort of trickle down and, and be able to help people here, 
you know, never turn people away is really what we, what we roll on. So, yeah. I love that. Well, I just love <laughs> that you've been there. Like you're the person to do this work because you've been there and you, yes. that's amazing. <laughs> How long have you had the consulting business? Three years, but we did a lot of it was focused uh, when we started it on franchising because my idea was let me get this franchise off the ground and it didn't work. And that was a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort for a plan that didn't really go the way I wanted it to go. It yeah. taught me a lot. I learned so much from it. But my idea was let's franchise, let's get other people opening in symmetries and then we'll go, Combs Business was always supposed to be this, you know, helping other small businesses, either, you know, consulting with them, helping them open or invest in their companies, right? Yeah. Um, so this past, since COVID, the past year and a half, we've really pushed towards working with people and working with businesses and going, okay, do you need help? We're here for you. We can, we can help you negotiate that lease. We can help you figure out how to get those permits. We can help you figure out what you want to do. Like say you're at a corporate job and you're just sitting there and you're like, what's my next step? You know, ah. we can help a thousand percent. We can help with that. So, you know, I have, I, I was at my fiance's uh, mother's memorial and it was at uh, a friend's house and one of her coworkers came in and I said, I said, um, you know, I always ask people, what do you do? Yeah. And she said, she said, oh, I just got laid off. And I said, good for you. Cause that's how I feel about <laughs> people getting laid off. Yeah. And, um, and she said, yeah, I'm starting this writing career. And I just sat there and we just went back and forth and, and it was great. And it really, that's what gets me jazz. Right. I said, listen, she was get really down. And I said, listen, those first three years are tough. Mm -hmm. But you just got to get past, you got to keep that hope alive. You got to keep going. Yeah. And she ended up telling my fiance, I wish I could bottle up <laughs> and take that pill of what can't bottle up what Candace said every day and take that pill every day. Yeah. And that just made me think, you know, people really need this. They just don't know where to find it. So that we're trying to get the word out there that we're here. We're ready to work with you. Yeah. You know, let, let's do this. Well, so. I just feel like later, it's just going to be a, such a legacy that you leave within your community too, because you're really, you're helping these women, you know, you're helping these minority businesses, these female yeah. businesses. And I just feel like later on down the road, when they're telling their story of how they got started, it's going to involve you, you know, like hey, having a tough time, a pandemic hit of all things. Right. And here I was, and I didn't know what I was doing. And then here comes this lady who knows what she's doing, who's been through it all, you know, to show me the way. Yeah. So I just think that's such a cool thing. And it's, I mean, it creates a domino effect too. So it's not yeah. these women, it's their families, you know, it's just, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Something to be proud of for sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for saying that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just Very sweet. For you. So I feel like, I don't know, you tell me, you might be someone over the last 21 years who has a funny story. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Do you have anything to share? I do. It, my brother and I were talking about this. I was like, oh my God, what are our funny stories? We have, I mean, every day we have a funny story. You know, I come from a very large yeah. Sicilian family and there's always something. Well, here's one. So we're at the front desk, my brother and I, we're checking out a client and my brother and I, he's my younger brother. 
and he was driving me crazy. Like he was like, just picking, you know, if you're, you have siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And he was driving me crazy. And I reached over and punched him in the arm, not in the face. Just like, you know, he's, he's six. Let's be very clear. My brother is six feet tall. Like, you know, he's a big guy. And I like just gave him a little hit in the arm. And I was like, oh my God, you're driving me crazy. And I was kidding. And we're just, this is how we joke around. The yeah. poor lady on the other side of the desk does not know we're siblings. She oh. has no clue we're siblings. So she's staring at us. And I realize that she thinks that I have now abused my employee. And that this is what I do to my employees. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying laughing. I go, oh, no, no, no. He's my brother. That's my brother. Yeah. And I was like, no, he was. <laughs> and it just became this like all three of us were crying she was like oh my god i thought you were hitting like and, and obviously it was a joking hit but yeah. still still it looked it looked like i was like abusing my foot and i was like no he's my brother who's driving me crazy and she was like no i totally get it i have like four brothers so yeah, like i do that all the time oh yeah. my god that's hilarious i said i could see that with her walking in like whoa what's up with that lady totally oh. i just like that I looked like another crazy boss, which I try never to be. I try to give everybody as much freedom as they can inside of the spa. And yeah, I just looked, it was hilarious though. So Dave and I really went back on the line. We have so, so many. We try to have a really good time here. That's, that's one of our, our goals with our, with our staff. So well, yeah. that's what makes you want to go to work each day and what makes them yeah. want to, go to work each day for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. That's a huge deal. That is awesome. So yeah. after all of this experience, pretend that you are putting yourself in that little pill that we're going to take every day. What would be one thing that you would say to other women out there who are trying to become like you? Unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I would say don't quit. Don't ever quit. Oh, oh, and here's one. Don't ever take no for an answer ever, literally ever. And once they tell you no, go, you know, we, you just, we, we need to get to yes. Cause here's the thing. Men do it all the time and women tend to give up and go, no, there was a statistic. Somebody was saying that when a woman looks at a, uh, uh, like a job posting, yeah. And there's, let's say there's 10 items on there and she has seven out of the 10 items that she can do. Yeah. She will literally be like, well, I can't do all 10. So I'm just going to move it all. I'm going to move it along. Mm -hmm. Whereas a man looks at that same job posing has three and is like, oh, I'm totally qualified. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally do this. Yeah. So that sounds about right. It sounds about true. It shouldn't be for us on our end, but it sounds about true. Yeah. So what I would say is don't take no for an answer. Don't give up. When you see that job posting, if you can do one thing on that list, uh, turn it in because that you don't, I mean, that one thing might be better than everyone else. So who cares? Like just yeah. keep going, be tenacious at every stop and, you know, find someone like me who's going to go, Hey, you know what? Let's figure out a way around that. I mean, it's really, my mother's tenacity that gave me who I am because my mother literally doesn't take no for an answer, which by the way, can drive you a little crazy, but 
<laughs> yep, yep. I love it though. I love it. But what I will say is with the city, like the city of San Francisco, I just never took no and I still won't. So yes, I drive them crazy. I do. Good. But but I'm always gonna get to somewhere in my yes zone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a zone. There's a zone. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're getting close to exactly what I want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. No, I love that. I love that. And I think it's so true. I think that we stop all too soon. You know, one, because we're in our own head. And right. two, because someone doesn't feel like what we're doing. But if we're in that right heart space and we're really pushing for the right reasons, yes, you can't take no for an answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like the heart space. And yeah, and that's, I do always try to come from a heart space, even when I'm super aggravated. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to come from like, okay, let me see if I can understand how you're feeling. It doesn't make sense right now, but yeah. So yeah. I like that you said that. Yeah. yeah. Like my heart is really frustrated with you, <laughs> but it's yeah. trying here. <laughs> it's trying. Exactly. It's trying. No, I get it. I get it. Well, Candace, thank you so much. The last thing that I'm going to ask you about is where we can find you. So tell us again, both of your business names and where we can find you. So if you're in San Francisco, you should definitely visit InSymmetrySpa.com. That's InSymmetrySpa.com. Um, and we have, we call ourselves results driven. We have, uh, we only do deep tissue sports massage, prenatal massages. You can add hot stones to all of those. Uh, we have facials, microderm, waxing. Uh, what am I leaving out? Extraction, you know, just all the things. But we call ourselves results driven because we're not a fluff spa. When you come in here for results, you're going to leave with results. Um, Combs Business Consulting, uh, you can find CombsBusinessConsulting.com. You, um, you can find us on Instagram. That's our, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. We're, we're all over, both in Symmetry and Combs Business. You can find us all over. But um, you can look at our, I think our Instagram for Combs Business is the thing I'm so proud of. That's all me. <laughs> So, <laughs> so definitely go give us a follow and uh, hopefully you like all the content. And if you want to work with us, you can click on that link tree and go to our website and uh, give me a call because my cell phone's right there. So well, that is sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Candace, for being with us. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And you are wonderful. So okay. thanks for doing this. Thank you. It's it's so important. I feel like men are highlighted constantly and not enough women are highlighted. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Thank you so <laughs> much for saying that. Thank you again for listening to our first interview. Candice is a rock star and all of her information is linked in the description. Have an amazing weekend and I hope you do something worthwhile. I'll see you all on Wednesday.